thanks for joining us again. The second episode of Slasher, Jared. You know, we're trying to sort of go through each episode and give our thoughts and our theories, uh, mm-hmm. which, you know, I thought were quite successful last last episode. Uh, how did you feel about that? Do you feel you're on something? I was feeling, look, walking out of episode one, I was feeling a million bucks, mate. I'm walking walking out, <laughs> popping my collar, all this sort of shit. Then I start watching episode two and I think, oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, you don't know where you are. No, you know, there's still... There's still a couple of things there that are floating around, but um, yeah, little little couple of things to talk about. Yeah, true. All right, well, let's get straight into it. Your general thoughts on the episode <clears throat> and how it compared to episode one. General thoughts. It didn't really crackle as much as episode one, and I think um, part of that is uh, less Cronenberg, especially less <laughs> um, less dyed dyed haired Cronenberg, but. Yeah, it feels like we're starting to move towards, all right, we're going to spend a bit of time with a couple of characters and, and the other characters are going to, going to be sort of left out of it for the large large portions. So, yeah, we'll see how that, that pans out. I didn't like it as much as the, as the fir- first one, but I, there were certainly some things that still have me hooked in. It felt like uh, at certain parts a little bit of filler, but still pretty happy with it. Yeah, look, I would probably echo the same sort of sentiments. I. I felt that it wasn't at the level of the first episode, but I felt that at least there was a few little tidbits uh, and little twists and stuff to sort of give you a sense of where we're going. Hmm. I, I have concerns about sort of focusing on specific characters in an episode. Like, because yeah. they kind of focused on two characters in particular. Uh, Correct. For me... And you kind of play your hand a touch, maybe? A little bit, yeah. Especially this episode. It feels like we spend a whole lot of time with two characters and then, um, you know, as we've said, we're going to go deep into the spoilers on these, these talking about yeah. this show. But you go deep in with two two characters and then you lose one of them. Yes. It's like, okay, all right, well, if uh, is that how we're going to do it? Because it didn't really spring a huge shock. This time around, but it did. Uh, oh, look, we'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, I, w- I wasn't necessarily shocked by many of the proceedings this time around. No, no, not at all. All right, the things you liked about it, mate. Let's get let's get into that. Things I liked. Well, I liked that you know once we get into the competition, it looks like a bloody looks like the million dollar tough mutter after the first event. <laughs> you got to climb a rope. <laughs> it looks like that fucking game show they show in The Running Man, <laughs> fucking climbing for dollars. <laughs> you fall off, <laughs> you get torn apart by dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> it was, um, look, I can't, I can't say I thought that was. Uh, it was kind of goofy, but I did get a bit of a laugh out of it, especially when the uh, the the lady that is supposed to have just you know I- injected him with the the um, medication to to end his life, then becomes one of the commentary team from Ninja Warrior and starts <laughs> starts fucking talking about your hands will be what goes first and all this sort of shit. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was expecting to expecting to see Andrew Flintoff down, down at the fucking asking about yeah. they went. 
it was kind of goofy, but um, but I did sort of enjoy it. I, I thought to myself, gee, it's it's going to be hard to get a bit of drama out of people just hanging there for a while. But they, you know, they started to develop the shit going on between the two brothers, which I thought, you know. It was it was it was interesting enough. They throw the, they start throwing the flashbacks in amongst that. I think the interesting part of that for me personally was the whole idea that Cronenberg kind of told the young guy, "You need to get something out of this." Yes, correct. And this is where I talk about you know the the lack of Cronenberg was where we sort of lost a bit of the crackle when he comes comes back in in the flashbacks. That's where we start getting okay. You know, he starts talking about how essentially. Um, talking about how their dad was the puppet master, and then, yeah, that, when that, those conversations come about, that's that's what was interesting, right? That he's yeah. he's fracturing the relationships between them a little bit. So that that wasn't too bad. I didn't mind that so much. I guess the, I've got a question here, Jared. This is a this is a question relating to the death of Cronenberg. His fucking guts was burned out. <laughs> Has anyone checked? <laughs> no. Holy shit. <laughs> Nobody went to give him a hug and then fucking fell through the middle of his body. It was just a gaping <laughs> hole after the. <laughs> Are we led to believe that the lawyer woman sort of, I don't know, chucked his body in an incinerator or something and said, right, that's the end of that? Well, I don't know. See, this is the thing. It seems to me from when they come back in that we're led to believe that the killer has tucked him up in bed to make it look like it's <laughs> <laughs> he's just yeah, passed you know, away peacefully. He's a corpse. I mean, he decomposes. You need to get him out of there. <laughs> well, he, supposedly, going by the shot at the end, he was fucking melting through the bed. So Correct. something's going to tip you off. <laughs> I mean, is that Dad? <laughs> is that rancid smell, Dad? Yeah, yeah, we left him in there. <laughs> When you walk in and slip ass over on the pool of blood that's fucking <laughs> coming. That's out not from sanitary. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. Well, I would have thought the killer would have whipped him out of there and just killed him, you know, like got rid of him. But, you know, obviously he didn't. Well, you don't want to arouse suspicion, so you, you just tuck him over and hope no one else is going to pull the blankets down. <laughs> no one's going to say. No one's going to say. Oh, he's dead. We'd better move him. <laughs> yeah, I'm just the rest of the family are so such scumbags. They just leave him lying there. <laughs> Jesus I, th- I thought the first thing that someone was going to walk in and go, "Well, fuck this." There's 20 people on the island. We are short of beds, so fucking get him out of there so we can, you know, change the yeah, yeah. sheets. Yeah, bags not sleeping here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But they, they just, the killer just assumed these pricks were all lazy. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't bother to I fucking so. move him. All yeah. right, sorry, get back, get back to it, back to it. I dug on that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. I didn't mind that, actually. I, I, I felt that... The relationship between the two brothers is pretty good, and I think they are two of the actors that I'm I'm happy enough to watch because there's a yes. couple that I could I could do without, <laughs> but but those yeah. two I felt are both pretty solid actors. So yeah, I was happy enough with that as it as it was playing out. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, the guy who plays Seamus, the older brother, he yep. was actually in season two, I believe. Yeah, he's he was in season one as well, wasn't he? Was he? Oh yeah, he might have been. Pretty yes. sure. 
Pretty sure he was in season one. He was one of the. Wasn't there a gay couple in season one? And he yeah, was, yeah. He was, you, um, you could be correct. It could be him. Yeah. So I believe he's one of the he's one of the people that's returned a number of times for the series. Yep. Yep. And look, I, I, I've, I've got no problem with that. And, and as I said, those two brothers and the whole rift that kind of builds and the way that Cronenberg kind of starts all that, I think yeah. is, is a really cool way of kind of showcasing that Dad's always been like a needler and a shit stirrer and, you know, he's always been at them. Oh, I also liked that, you know, they seem to have a pretty solid relationship, but the older brother still seemed to be the one that, was already at that level, whereas the younger brother, you see Cronenberg pushing in that direction. Mm. So I was, yeah, yeah, I was, I was pretty happy uh, with with most of what was going on there. Yes, I really liked the sequence where they kind of find the masked killer in the woods. That was really creepy. I, well, I was looking at it and thinking. This is the problem with a with a a long form series is that we don't get enough of that stuff. Yeah. So when we actually got it, I was like, "Yeah, here we go. We get a bit yeah. of the you know the killer just fucking standing, a bit of Michael Myers type work just standing in the background. Not Myers Five where he's shuffling like he needs to take a piss, but yeah, yeah, just, yeah. you know, classic Michael Myers where he's just kind of standing there observing them." <laughs> So, yeah. um, well, as I, as I found out today, Jared, not like Madman who goes, fucking <laughs> <laughs> stands in the woods, makes noise, oh. and then does a little bit of spirit fingers and starts running, <laughs> running in front of buses. Right. And I digress. Like I digress. Madman doesn't st- Madman doesn't stalk as well as uh, some of the other guys do. <laughs> no, no, he's not really a stalk guy. I liked that sequence. I also liked, and yeah, you know, coming back to what we were talking about with the competition, which, as you said quite rightly, felt like something out of Survivor. I'm pretty sure we probably have seen it on Survivor. Yeah. But the adding the spikes, I liked as a nasty little addition and felt kind of sore-like. Yeah. And that sequence where the guy actually falls on them. Ew. Shit. Yeah. And most of the family, and obviously, you know, we've seen a bit of this, that they've been involved in this shit before. But they're pretty blasé about it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about him. He'll be fine. Walk it off. <laughs> yeah, no one's no one's checking vital organs. They're just talking about fucking stitch it up. <laughs> look, look at that it. That was another thing I actually liked, how Seamus's wife was like, you just became a real prick, you know? Yeah, like, she was just I kind of the out absolute of worst of you, you know? Her character in season three was the bane of my fucking existence. Oh. And she's yes. now she's finally got to play a character where you're like, yeah, well, finally you just get to get to act your part without being an absolute scumbag about it all. Yeah, yeah. So I was, yeah, I was pretty, I'm pretty happy again with, with her being able to just take on a completely different character. And this is the cool thing about seeing these these actors come back every series is that you get to see them take on yeah. things that are a little different. You get a bit of an appreciation of what they what they can do in that sense. And, I, yeah, I'm yeah. Pre- I, I, like to go from the character that was just grating on me last season to, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with her. She's one of the one of the good guys this time around. He's, he's good. Yeah, yeah, true. And the last bit for me was the the death of that the brother was fucking nasty. Yes. Yeah, that was oh. rough. 
Um, he gets pulled in into pieces. What's his name? Jaden. Jaden. Um, while was his he's name. still alive, yeah. Yeah, he was. He just gets ripped to shreds. Yeah, and the fact that everyone comes in while it's going on. Yeah. So you're kind of getting yeah. the sense. That, and they're all trying to help him. Yeah, you're kind of getting the sense that okay, someone's responsible for this, but then everyone else is just getting to fucking see it play out, regardless. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. It was very rough, actually. And I like the idea of it. Again, it had a saw vibe, you know. It was kind of like he had like well, uh, like cables or whatever around his wrists and his ankles, and they basically just tightened up and tore his arms off and yeah, tore one of his legs off. I mean, it was a horrible way to go. And I'll tell you what, like, the special effects team, they love a bit of gristle, don't they? (laughs) (laughs) Bits of meat and skin and stuff everywhere. Shit everywhere. Yeah, and the special effects are outstanding. Yeah, they're doing a very good job in that respect. Especially, uh, you know, we we know that this is not a series that's that's got a hell of a lot of money to play with. Mm. So they're doing a yeah, they're doing an excellent job on that front. Yeah. Did you have anything else you liked? Well, uh, my favourite line of the episode was after it's all gone down, where the older brother Seamus. Is yeah. talking to his missus, and as you said, she's she's telling him that he's just turned into a prick. And he pulls out well, when I was six, my dad would blast We Are the Champion at full volume after he'd beat me at chess. <laughs> All I could think about was David Cronenberg still looking 85 with a fresh brown dye, blasting We Are the Champion after beating a child at a game of chess, and I was absolutely loving it. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I wish they had a bit of flashback. Yeah. It would have been great. <laughs> That's all we were sadly lacking. Could have done with a bit of Cronenberg yeah. crackle right there. Oh, definitely, definitely. Anything else from you? No, that was uh, that was yeah, pretty well the same sort of things that I was looking at and was pretty happy with. Hmm. Okay, so this, uh, like, cons of the episode. Firstly, do you think that fucking one of the, the directors, Cronenberg's worked on, walked on set and the director's gone, oh, shit, someone's let him in the fucking medicine cabinet and he's put the bloody orbit highlights back in there because <laughs> he looks like an idiot with that shit on his head. <laughs> David, keep David away from the fucking bathroom. <laughs> Thankfully, they uh Thankfully, they avoided that a little more this time around. It wasn't just right in front of us. But, uh, yeah, we're going to keep him out of it. <laughs> yeah. We have got to get that out of there. Yeah. I mean, de-age the bloke. <laughs> Use some Irishman techniques and de-age the guy. Just For get God someone sake. else. Get someone looks that, ridiculous. Get someone that looks like him. I don't know. His son. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Can somebody it? get that fucking box of L'Oreal out of David's hands for fuck's sake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's killing us. Yeah, one of the producers comes over to the director and goes, listen, I, don't, I didn't just want to give you a heads up. This was David's decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not helping things. He said he, said he, wa- <laughs> he wanted to go with brown highlights. You've heard it here. <laughs> At least... Uh, yeah, he looks ridiculous. 
at least this time around, we only had to deal with a flashback that was 19 months later, so I didn't have uh, as many issues with people looking exactly the same. I mean, 25 years to 19 months, <laughs> you didn't have to worry about it so much this time around. I mean, honestly, that they look, yeah, but but you're saying 19 months, it looks like 19 minutes. They <laughs> <laughs> look exactly the same. <laughs> Holy shit. Come on. Yeah. Be a little bit creative with this. Get, keep, let, keep, let's keep Cronenberg. I mean, fuck, shave the guy's head. Like, just go with a shaved head. He's bald. And he never changes, <laughs> even in 25 years. He's, yeah. still, he's still a fucking noob. I'm not concerned. Look, <laughs> I don't care about his hair. I, I can, I can uh, believe that a 65-year-old man has white hair. It's the wrinkles that are, <laughs> that are what you got to worry about. <laughs> Yeah, what? Fucking give him a goatee or something. <laughs> oh, he can cover the wrinkles with a goatee. Yeah, do yeah, something. but that, that that was a little hard to swallow. It wasn't as bad as the previous episode, but it was it was still a, a little bit. Wasn't something that I really want to see a lot of. No, because it's hard to cop. Yeah, but as we said, at least it was only at least it wasn't twenty five years this time because that was that was uh, a shambles. At least this time it was yeah. a more manageable time period. It was only a couple of years that we were dealing with, though. Yeah. Look, the episode was a lot more talky this time. Yeah. You're setting up characters. You're, you're creating. You're creating the relationships, and maybe things got a little bit. For me, they kind of got a little bit bogged down. I mean, I, uh, and I kind of felt I could have done with that another. Was, that, that was what was lacking. Yeah, I could have done with another shitful art performance. That would have uh, kept me yeah. kept me sort of interested at, at certain points. But, yeah, you're right. There was a lot more back and forth between characters. It also chopped between. We start with the son coming back, and he has one conversation with his brother, and then we don't see them, essentially, for the rest of the episode. Yeah, yeah, they have a conversation at the start, and they're basically seen, like, in fleeting glimpses Throughout, yeah, and everyone's quick to just sort of jump on board and say, "Yeah, it's him," and and sort of go back with with that route. But then, yeah, this is sort of what we were what we were talking about. It sort of ch- completely chopped and changed to the 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 um, to Seamus and Jaden for the for the majority of the episode. Well, that's my concern. I brought it up at the start. Y- you focus on characters to the detriment of others, and you've only got eight episodes to, to tease it out. Yeah. And there seems to be a hell of a lot of characters. And this is, you know, this is what we've spoken about. It's easy enough to do a slasher film in 80 minutes and have this amount of characters and have a couple of them just say a couple of lines and then then see you later. But in a TV show where you're trying to keep the, the mystery about it, there's got to be a point where you bring these characters on screen and just fluff around with them for, for almost an episode or so, and then they're gone, and you're kind of like, oh, mm. okay. So it's a bit harder to to manage. It's it's a it's a it's a fucking tough tough task. Yeah. Oh, look, and and I'm not knocking the the creators the way they're going. You had to kind of build some character. Yeah. But the thing is, even by slasher movie standards, we know Jaden about as well as we would know him if it was a 90 minute slasher film. Yeah, that's right. We've got a little bit going on. 
But I feel But not he. So so my one of my issues with that relationship was like okay I, I'm a little down on killing him right now because I felt the drama that you were squeezing out of those two was something maybe we could have got more out of a couple episodes. And quite honestly, yeah. when the killer was chasing his mother, I was thinking, yeah, thank God, because she's already, she, to me, it already looks like she's run her course. I've ruled her out of the killing stakes, not, not going too early into theories, but I'll talk about that when we, when we talk about our, what, how we feel about what's going on and what we think is happening, but I've already ruled her out for a couple of reasons. Mm. So when she, when he was chasing her, I was thinking, yeah, that's the way to go and keep the brothers going for a couple of episodes. Even if you're going to kill one of them, there was at least something there you, you could have dragged out. As you said, a couple more flashbacks with Cronenberg sort of working through the relationships. Even if they're not going to be characters that survive, they were the best vehicle to get a sense of how this bloke worked within his family and how much of a fucking prick he was, the way he was playing everyone off against each other and it was just about, you know, who could who could gain the most for themselves and who could who could get on top. So yeah, yeah that I, I was a little down on losing losing Jaden in that It regard. felt like a waste of a relationship. Well there was that we had started the relationship. Correct. And 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 as I as I was kind of it felt like they were trying to do it because you were you were looking at it saying, Yeah, we've got a ways to go with these two, so it was going to be a bit of a shock. But honestly, after a little bit with the brothers, I was thinking, fuck, I hope we don't lose one of these guys because it, it feels like a bit of shock value early, like you're trying to go against expectations. That you, we, we look at this relationship and think there's more here, and then you go and kill mm. one of them. So I'm a little bit down on that because I feel like, yeah, I've, or, I've already ruled the mother out and she's, she's grating on me a little bit. I don't think there's, there's, there's as much yeah. there. No, no, there isn't. The other thing for me was we were busting out the shaky camera a little bit too much for my liking. Mm-hmm. You don't when you whenever, whenever there's a chase scene, things things got real shaky. I couldn't see what was happening. You know, I mean, we need to back that shit off. <laughs> you shoot clean, mate. Shoot clean. <laughs> Fuck, this is you know. Uh, I understand that there's you're trying to build some tension, but that's not the way to do it. Seeing him standing in the woods randomly. That's the way to do it. Well, yeah, there's ways to there's ways to craft the the scares and the and and pump the heart rate up without having to resort to yeah, like you said, shaky cameras and quick chops and changes. Yeah, and there was a bit too much of it for me, but that was kind of it for my end of what I didn't like. I mean, I did. I certainly didn't hate the episode. No, I just didn't feel it crackled as much as the first one. No, absolutely not. I, I'm I was the same. I felt the setup in the first one was really cool, really interesting, hooked us in. And then this one started to to put things out there, but not quite as successfully. So, theories, Jared. Theories. Hmm. I don't think this is a big sort of – I mean, we're so early on in the the piece that, you know, we're probably just pointing at the bleeding obvious. But I think you'll find it's a double – not double killer, but there's a killer and there's a puppet master. Accomplice, yeah. I'm I'm starting to think the same – it's definitely a man. Well, in the costume, absolutely. Within the group, there's only two to three people it could be just by looking at the height of the person 
and the build of the person. Yep. And their strength and stuff, you know. If, if you're telling me a woman hoisted that guy up onto a fucking what's he and then disemboweled him, now I'm not saying women can't do this, but it's just it's harder to swallow. Well, I'm looking well, my at... My suggestion is that there's an accomplice. I'm looking at it and saying, okay, so when you see it, when you see the the character in the woods, he's almost he or she is almost as tall as Jaden, and so immediately you take out the mother because she's there. But even if she's, I mean, if it's another one of the female characters of the same height, you can already yeah. rule out two to three of those people because you look at it and you're like, no, it's he's. It seems to be one of the males because of the height, if nothing else. You might be able to put the girl who came, the army, the girl from the army. Well, no, because she's fucking. She could sh- potentially be one. But she's as short as the mother, and the killer stood I know, much taller. Maybe they're hoping that you won't notice how tall the killer yeah, is. Yeah, but that's that's silly because if you're going to show them in the in the in the sense that they did, it's like she's yeah. she's. She's come back from the army or whatever, so immediately you were looking at her saying, okay, well, she's got a skill set there that, that, you know, translates to, to what's happening. But then mm. if you're going to come out and say it's her, you're going to have her pull the mask off, you're going to look at it and go, you've got to be kidding, right? Like she's a She was a foot yeah. taller when in this particular sequence, which is why, yeah, I'm thinking the same. I'm thinking there's more than one. The other thing that got me was we we talked about last week when the housekeeper came in and said everyone's involved. When she said that, the first yeah. thing I was thinking I was, oh, okay, so Liv is his daughter, which didn't really shock me. I was thinking, yeah, okay, well, he's had an affair yeah. with the housekeeper. But then I thought back to the, the whole kidnapping thing. And so I thought, oh, well, that was their, that was their little twist. Is that they they pulled me right in, and I thought, yeah, it's just going to be the housekeeper's daughter is 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 his child, but then I thought, oh no, fuck, she's involved in in with the kid. She knows the kid is back, and that they're they're bringing the the one that they kidnapped back for the game. So I was like, okay, well played. So then we come back this week, and we do say, oh, well, Liv is is his daughter. I was like, oh, okay. I thought they'd already done the double double cross on me, but they've gone back to what I thought they were they were moving away from. But yeah, talking yeah. about. Talking about the mother, why I've ruled her out. Number one was what you said. There's there's the factor of you saw the physical frame of the person and not to mention she was there while the killer was there. Not to say, as you said, not, that's not to say that there's not two people and I'm, I'm thinking there's, there is going to be more than one involved because they haven't done that yet. They haven't done... No. Well, they did actually. They sorry, done the double killer. I'm, sorry, I'm mistaken. They did actually do it. The series oh, they did three. it in the third series. Season, three, they did they? it. Yeah. So, but look, I'm still, I'm still for for whatever reason. There's so many characters. I'm still thinking that that's that's a distinct possibility. But the mother has just the most bland motivation of the of the you know I was married to him. I deserve the money. And you know they've already gone and yeah. they've had characters just out and out call her gold digger. So I'm like, fuck. If she's the killer. It's going to be tough to cop because they haven't given us. They'd want to be another reason. Yeah, they haven't given us anything more than that yet. So I'm kind of already, I'm already scrubbing her out. But uh, you know, as we spoke about last week, between between uh, Poirot and Blanc, I'm only writing my, yeah. I'm only writing my notes in pencil so I can quickly scrub them out from episode to episode. 
Yes. Well, I, I've, I'm, I'm going to double down on my, my brother theory. So I don't think he is the brother. I think he's a, I think he's an imposter that's been probably brought in by Cronenberg to stir the pot. Mm-hmm. And secondly, he makes mention of something in the, this episode. He says when they're in there together, in, him and Theo are in the bedroom, yep. he says, where I come from, you don't want to be on the bottom bunk, which to me indicates he's been in prison. Prison, yeah. So I'm thinking he's an ex-con. Cronenberg's hooked him up. This is all part of the game. And it's gonna the, 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 that's going to be the twist later on. A smaller twist is that he's not who he says he is. Yeah, you could be onto something there. There was nothing really either. There's, no, there's nothing really either way. This episode, they were pretty vague about it, which makes me feel like, yeah, they're probably going to go that direction. Because if it was his brother, you feel like he could have just come out and said something about, "I remember this." Or he that. makes one comment about. Yeah, he picks out a picture about the family ghost or whatever, and he says, "Yeah, when I drew that." Yeah. Okay. Well. I was all into it all the time. Yeah. That's pretty easy to sort of fake. So I think we're right on the money there. Mm. Well, you're you're on the money there. I'm 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 fucking I'm I'm um dancing around that one. <laughs> you're still floundering. I'm still floundering. Well, I still feel like the housekeeper is gonna have a hefty involvement somewhere along the line. I just feel like the the, the interactions in that first one were still a little bit sus for me, so I'm still Eyes are still on her. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, I haven't haven't ironed anything out yet. No, and it wasn't much given away in this in the second episode. They kind of because because they spent so much time with Seamus and Jaden. And look, you know, I'm not going to write. Obviously, Jaden's dead. Yeah. I'm not going to write Seamus off a hundred percent. I almost have. But he just he <laughs> he doesn't strike me as the guy. Well, he's put it this way, you know, he if just you doesn't are- strike me. When is, you know, it's very rare that the person that, that most outwardly, I mean, essentially he feels to me like the jock in a slasher flick who, who constantly talks about how tough they are and that, you know, if, if the killer shows up, I'm going to punch on with him. Not the same thing, yeah. but he's constantly talking about, yeah, Dad taught me to be the winner. I'm going to come out on, ta- on top. So I immediately think, yeah. you're not coming out on top. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's too much. He's too much of a blowhard. So it doesn't strike me that that it's too easy. It's got a bit of a detox vibe, Jared. <laughs> you know, you're kind of overselling him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't have any other theories. No, that's, that's it, it for me at the moment. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm more kind of circling people and saying, yeah, I feel like the way your character is playing at the moment, it's not you, and so that is really Seamus and and the mother to me, and. The housekeeper is the one that I'm looking at saying, eh, you've been in the background a little bit, a couple of interactions that are piquing my, piquing my interest. See, I've got, to, I've got to zero in on someone because the brother is too easy. Like, yeah. I think he will be an imposter, yeah. but he is not going to be the killer. It's too no, easy. No, that's because, right. Again, it's another one yeah. where it's the... You, you His think, story brings him back in. Well, that's right. It's like, okay, well, by putting by by bringing him in as the focal point of the story in episode two, you're like, you almost can't put him in amongst it. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. I've got, I've got to find someone to circle. Mm-hmm. All right, that's episode two of Slasher. We'll get around to episode three as quickly as possible. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later.
Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.